Hello and welcome to Learn in Public with Doug and Eric. I am Eric. And I'm Doug. And we are here to discuss our solo entrepreneur online creator businesses with each other in public so that hopefully you can learn something from our conversations too. Um, and we do this every week and we are now on episode eight and yes, I are. am going to be in the hot seat this week with some questions for Doug about launching a mighty network, which he's done and I haven't. Um, and so he is going to start first with an update. Take it away, Doug. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. Good to be chatting with you again this week. Um, I think my update is a, a little follow up on what I talked about last week, which was uh, potentially relevant to our conversation today. Last time we talked about kind of my combo of a, a YouTube plus Mighty Networks strategy. Like those are kind of the only two places where I spend my time uh, making videos for YouTube and then hosting a, a community on Mighty Networks. And a lot of my experimentation since we've started chatting has been on the YouTube strategy side, um, some on the Mighty Networks as well. But the the latest YouTube experiment, which I've had some, some time with now since last week, is not doing daily videos, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. And I, I knew that that wouldn't be sustainable when I started that experiment. But <laughs> I decided to shift from, you know, making kind of short behind the scenes daily videos to my focus now, which is just on um, doing visual book summaries. Um, those have been videos that I know have performed well in the past on YouTube, uh, kind of can bring people into my sketchnoting world, even if they did, didn't know about sketchnoting, maybe they were just searching for a, mm -hmm. a book. Um, so I'm focusing in on that. And uh, it's the challenging part of it is that it's like, it's a longer stretch of time before I get the payoff of hitting publish. That's kind of a, a right. challenging thing for me because that is motivating to like have that momentum of putting something out there regularly. Um, sure. So I'm feeling that a little bit, but I am really enjoying the, um, the pace of just spending more time reading each day. Uh, like I know what book I'm going to make a video about next. So I've got that one to spend some time on. But then there are also like two or three other books that I'm also kind of slowly working my way through so I can do a little mm -hmm. bit of bouncing around. Um, and the result of that too is that I've spent a lot less time on screens. So I like, I do my daily email check. I do like my daily check of what's going on inside of verbal to visual, keep up with the community there. But kind of like, once I've done both of those things for the day, I try to like mm -hmm. close my laptop and if at all possible, like not open it up again and just spend my time with books. Um, Isn't that nice? So that's been nice. Just a different different pace um, that yeah. I think has been what I'm shooting for. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of my little update. Feeling, feeling good with, so far, at least with that shift that I identified last week. So how many of those do you, how often do you think you'll be publishing now? Yeah, that's the hard thing is whether I want to set, try to set a um, publishing schedule. Uh, I think roughly uh, a new video every couple of weeks, every two or three mm -hmm. weeks probably is what it'll be. Mm -hmm. Eventually, if I like get a good groove in it and if like, you know, 
things aren't too crazy in, in my personal life as far as like uh, parenting responsibilities. Um, uh, one or two a month, I think, is, is the, the goal. Would you consider like maybe uh, sketch noting those books in two parts? Like here's the book part one, you know, like finish the first half and sketch note that and just to get a like another a, a kind of a more week closer to a weekly schedule. You know, I think um, I don't think that's what I want to do. No. Um, no, I think I actually kind of like being away from a weekly schedule. Um, okay. From a, at least like how I'm spending my time, like from sure. a YouTube strategy like that, there are some benefits to that for sure. Um, but I think I, I really like the idea of getting to know a full book, deciding what aspects of that book I want to highlight and take with mm -hmm. me personally and share publicly in a, in a video about it. And then like that's that's the video that I put out at least sure. of, of that book. I think those are the ones that yeah. like can kind of pack the most punch over time as well. Um, it's just so my for now, marketing mind. Oh no, that for asks sure. A it's a question like that. Yeah, it's, it's not <laughs> a bad strategy like, at all, and like, it might it might be know. be relevant too. In the could be another little experimental tweak that I try out after I see what it's like to do one full book at a time. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, that's kind of what's going on over here. Cool, 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 cool. Bro, to you, what uh, what would you like to chat about for your hot seat today? Well, I am. Um, I've been working with the that uh, the person who's been coaching me on kind of getting everything, all the ideas and everything together for my course and community. Um, for Awaken Your Myth, and that's been great. We've met for the last three weeks now. Um, we got one more meeting, and then I'm kind of on my own, but I feel like I have a really good path for this right now. Hmm. Um, the The place, I guess, where I'm still looking for uh, strategy, help, um, confidence <laughs> is in launching uh, a community and um, and the the person I'm working with came, gave me a, like a 35 day pre-launch strategy using you know a free um, webinar type course that I'm going to teach which I'm excited to teach anyway um, but I know that you have launched a community and you kind of took some people people that you had already as you know that were in your courses and things like that um i'm i'm curious what your experiences were what you came away with going i would have done it differently or i'm sure glad i did that um and um and anything I, how long has it been now since you launched that about two and a half years it was march of 2020. okay, okay. yeah um yeah, so I guess, um, you know, like I've got this podcast audience mm -hmm. of people who um, they come to me for, to sleep better and to meditate. And so I'm kind of looking at this as like a natural extension of the people who really like the meditation part. The people who are just there to fall asleep and are kind of like, oh, I skip the meditations. I probably, you know, mm -hmm. most of them won't be potential um, uh, 
people who would join this. But I feel like there's a lot of crossover there. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, and I want to have a kind of a low barrier to entry. So what we've come up with is the, the, the first webinar course, which would be a 90-minute overview of the whole thing, will be about, um, that'll be free. And then we're going to do a $97 five-week course where you get six weeks in the community with it. So you'll be, you know, you, you can, and you can sign up for a week in the community for free. So you can take the first week of the course, come to one of the lives on a, because um, there's going to be a live uh, Zoom every week to kind of talk, to answer people's questions and talk about subjects um, in the course. But it'll be dripped out over five weeks. And then if you want to join after that, you can join, um, you can join monthly or you can join yearly. Uh, and then I want to have an advanced course that I'm going to run cohort based probably once a year, which would be like a five month course. Um, so I, I feel like I have a good solid plan and like these mm-hmm. things, this introductory course is going to be loaded with value. Um, I think it'll be a good way to get people into the community, um, and and having this like 35 day launch pre-launch thing you know so that when the first course starts there'll be a group of people who all kind of get access to the community at the same time together so it's like we open the doors and it's not like just one person shows up because that's that was one thing Mm. i was like how do you like what happens for that first person who joins the community and goes oh crap i'm like the first person at the party Nobody yeah. wants to be that person, right? Right. Um, so I'm. This is my current strategy that I've worked out um, with this coach who's done this before. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious, how does this look to you? What did you do differently? And um, what any advice, thoughts? Yeah. No, this is great. I think this looks really good. Um, like the first thing that, that came to mind for me was uh, what I've seen in my experience with Mighty Networks is the, you know, the benefit of having like a live course experience that you're going to be running. And it's like, it's discreet. I think it makes sense that like the, the price point that you're charging, I think works and paying. That's how I started my transition to Mighty Networks. Um, I had already created five or six courses, but I was just starting to create a new one when I transitioned to Mighty Networks. That new course was mm-hmm. digital sketchnoting, so using a tablet and stylus for, for right. your sketchnoting. Um, and that was like the first live experience that folks were getting as they were coming in to the new Mighty Network. So because of mm-hmm. that, because there was this new course going on, um, a lot of people were actively engaging in it and sharing their work um, and that made the Mighty Network itself as a whole pretty active um, because mm-hmm. there was this course going on where we were meeting each week in kind of a similar format to, to what you're describing. Um, when I launched it, I think I had, um, prior to moving over to Mighty Networks, I was on a pay-per-course model. So people paid one fee for lifetime access to a course that I had developed. 
Um, at various times over the years, I had experimented with having a community component too, like a monthly or annual fee associated with continuing to meet every week. Um, mm -hmm. I'd been away from that for a while, but coming to Mighty Networks, I wanted to bring that back in. So I had that mm -hmm. as a separate thing that, that people could purchase. Um, so they could still come in and join an individual course. And um, if they wanted to, they could also join uh, the community um, uh, which was just like, that was a group within Mighty Networks where we met weekly and I had more prompts and, you know, had some ongoing things in that, that community side. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and like what I noticed, um, where I am now is like, I kind of simplified that down to just have like one, one single subscription offer. So rather than people paying for per course, they just pay one monthly or annual fee to get access to everything. Um, we've, I've mentioned this to you before, Eric, in some ways, I think I am like, quote unquote, leaving money on the table or like I've got, gotten away from what you are starting with, which is this like one-time payment for kind of this, this value delivery, this experience of an online, uh, uh, course. Um, mm -hmm. But what I want to say that I like about th this setup is that for me, it has been, and, and I think continues to be actually, it's the live course experiences that uh, where people get to know each other. It's kind of where you can develop that sense of community to the point where mm -hmm. the folks that go through your five week course, some percentage of them are going to want to like stay in contact with that group of people with you with the energy of that course and those are the people yeah. that are going to join your monthly or yearly thing because they will have learned a lot but there's no way they're going to be able to implement all of those things in those five weeks during the course so i imagine then like you know whatever you set up for your kind of regular activities for the people that join the monthly or yearly if that is exclusively about like helping people apply what they learned in the course, then like that, that's meaningful. Um, like continuing. Yeah. That's the idea. Yeah. That everything's um, going to be focused on, you know, using these things and, and like supporting each other to, to create this transformation in everybody's life. Yeah. So it, it really, it, it kind of, this course kind of hinges on community. Yeah. You know, like there's, there's really only going to be this basic course and then the advanced course. And it's kind of just, then it's just applying mm -hmm. all these things and, and going through the subtleties and answering people's specific questions, helping them through their stuff around it. Yeah. Um, well, I think that's going to be the most satisfying part for me. Oh, too. Absolutely. Yeah. You're going to get so much, um, insight and, and connection with with these folks around the topics based on you know what what they share and the questions that they bring in and the um their like aha moments and their like moments of transformation that like you help facilitate that's going to be really mm -hmm. cool um I think so too i'll also mention too what i like about your setup here is that i think there's there's kind of a stronger singular through line across your three offers that kind of doesn't quite exist for verbal to visual. Like it, at least within like the number of, you know, at verbal to visual, we have like eight courses now. 
some people might be interested in all of them, but others it's much more like pick and choose, go this direction for mm -hmm. a while, then try this thing out. Um, uh, but like what I appreciate about your model here is that uh, it has this focus to it and it's just a matter of like, okay, how deep does any individual person want to go? Maybe they just want the $97 course and they're going to get what they needed out of that. Some people are going to go deeper and want the monthly or yearly to have that regular connection. Some people are ready to like see the most results possible. So they'll sign up for whatever the advanced course is. Um, uh, but that, yeah, that kind of just feels really cohesive um, and uh, feels like a great model to me. Cool. Okay, good. I'm glad. Um, so when you did yours, mm -hmm. how, like, what was day one like? And how did you build up to that? Yeah. Um, day one, I remember there being a lot of positive energy early on. Because like, I mean, there were kind of two components to my start with Mighty Networks. One was just a platform switch people who had been mm -hmm. used to accessing my courses on a WordPress site. And then they come over to this new site, Mighty Networks, that it, it's, it's a lot more vibrant. There's a lot more sharing going on. Uh, it's easier to mm. kind of interact and see with other people, um, see what other people are up to. So that brought a fresh energy to it. And then also since there was this new course going on with like events happening each week, there was that built-in opportunity for folks to kind of participate. Um, mm -hmm. So those were kind of like the two sources of new new positive energy, um, mm -hmm. which I think that, I mean, since your launch is all based around this course, what are you thinking as far as like when people will have, when will they actually join the Mighty Network? Will they like get access to that space right when the five weeks starts, the right when the course starts, or like a little bit before or a lot before? What do you think in the there? The course will be a drip course with, um, so with a, a set um, uh, curriculum for those five weeks, and that that'll be all pre-made. And then there will be a live meeting every week to go over people's questions or just to kind of like dive deeper into aspects of the course. So the whole group will get together. Uh, the first time we do it, everybody will be, it'll be week one. Everyone will be on week one together. Gotcha. But then as people, like if you joined in like say week three of the Mighty Network mm -hmm. after it opened, you would start your week one course gotcha. um, with just a drip hmm. basically it would you'd get you'd get you'd week get one, one week at a time and then you would come to the the um the weekly meeting and ask any questions you had and basically the mm. all the themes and everything weave together so and this was the way that um the uh mindfulness certification training i took went Mm -hmm. You know, it was like it was a self-paced class that there were weekly Zoom calls that you could just join. And there was a guided meditation at the beginning of those, um, which is something I think I'll probably do. You know, I'll do like it'll probably be sense. like a, a 90 minute or two hour weekly call. 
and I'll do a guided meditation in the beginning, kind of get everybody on the same page, bring the energy to the right space. And then people can bring their questions. And I think that whether you're in week one or week five, the questions are, you know, it's it's not like a so much of a progressive, like the people who are in week five know so much more than the people in week one that it would be holding them back. They're all kind of the same concepts working towards um, a, an, an understanding and a realization yeah. of these things in our lives. What do you think about that? Oh, I think it's great. Um, uh, because I, what I can imagine too is that you will probably see, you know, kind of a core group of people that shows up regularly to those weekly calls, like from week mm -hmm. one, and mm -hmm. they become, um, you know, your maybe the, the original cohort or the first cohort, and um, they'll be the ones who maybe get to know the material deepest and get to know each other deepest. So I'm like imagining come week three or four, or even. 10 or 11 or 12 for the folks that continue having those calls. Some of those folks will still be there. So you'll have, um, you'll be creating this kind of like helpful spectrum of experience with your course materials. Um, mm -hmm. So that someone who comes in later and they're on like week two, they show up to a weekly call um, they, they get to see you, they get to see these other community members and they can see like, oh, some of these other community members, they've got a bit more experience than me. That's cool. Um, but there's also some other like newer folks like me. Um, and I'm going right. to bring in my question and like, I have both, you kind of, you get those helpful perspectives from people along that spectrum of experience, uh, that I think, um, uh, as the kind of greatest likelihood of of someone having a helpful suggestion for that newer person that right. comes in with a with a question, um, yeah. And then, like ideal scenario, someone does join a call week two or three, sees kind of how valuable those calls are, sees that built in kind of community, and decides to you know after the course continue because they want to stay in touch with those people and they want to keep having that weekly call as a, as a source of positive energy and, and momentum with like this particular work. Um, that's the idea. Yeah. yeah. Basically is to have that weekly support call be something that you can just hop on, you know, every week if you want, or, you know, once or twice a month mm -hmm. just to kind of get, you know, back on track or like keep accountability, um, mm -hmm. you know, and there's not um, new, from your end, you, you don't have to create new resources for that call each week. Right. You get to be there and, and support and answer questions and just like facilitate a, a discussion. Um, Do my Yoda. My yeah. Yoda impressions. Well, and what I'll <laughs> say, this, this will be great. Um, what, what I appreciate about how Mighty Networks puts things out and um, like there doesn't have to be you don't have to have like 50 really engaged people for the first handful of weeks in this course or, or ever. Like as long as you have like two or three people that are kind of engaging, like that's enough to get this ball rolling. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, that I feel like is a helpful mindset going in. Like you don't have to have massive numbers for this to be meaningful. 
um, early yeah. on and small numbers of engagement early on doesn't mean that there won't be large numbers in the future, right? It can, right. it can, and it will grow. Um, so I think like the, the biggest thing that maybe is tapping into the, the energy that's going to be there at the very beginning of this launch, that's not going to be there, um, later on, uh, like at the start of this thing, I mean, and I feel like you're you're doing it. the The structure is set up for for people. So the the one one question I had, like you mentioned, a thirty five day pre launch. Um, mm-hmm. Someone that buys it the very first day that it's available during the pre launch, pre sale, whatever it is, will they mm-hmm. enter the mighty network in that moment? No. Or okay, so no. you won't open the doors to the mighty network until right week one which i think is yeah. good because like yeah. then every you get you know 50 people let's say sign up or do the pre-sign up over a span of a month they all enter right. the space at the same time and they you, yes you get that nice like meet and greet energy um that's what i want yeah, yeah. not that like oh there's nobody at the party yeah <laughs> and i was kind of curious like how do you do that and that was the good tip that i got from um from my coach is that yeah, you just, you know, you, you have everybody come in at the same time. Um, have you decided so like what the good. first, like, um, are you going to have some sort of a welcome question or like icebreaker? Like what, have you thought about what you want their first um, act of like engaging with this community? What, what do you want that to be? I haven't, um, I haven't thought about that yet. That that's, that's all like on the, um, on my list of things to do. You know, I, I do know that I want it to be, um, like a great experience. Yeah. The difference between your mighty network and half a dozen others that I joined just to see like, what, what do people do with their mighty networks is that yours was vibrant interesting, um, loaded with value right off the bat. And I, I was just like, Oh yeah, nothing about this is disappointing. Mm. It was all just like, Oh, this is great. But half a dozen others were disappointing. Mm. You know, there was like nobody there. The most recent post was months old. Mm. You know, it was like, what am I doing here? Yeah. You know, nobody, nobody cares about this. Um, so I don't want there to be any of that energy mm-hmm. at all. Um, I do. Um, I, I do imagine the very first day that it opens, I will do. Um, I'll do a live. Mm-hmm. I will have a you know a recorded welcome video, kind of telling people what's there, and I'll have lots of things available like guided meditations. Nice. Um, I'm going to include the premium version of the podcast for everybody who starts. So that's going to be hundreds of stories mm. that they can listen to, um, many of which are the hero's journey. Um, and I'll probably I'll, I'll make a video about that, you know, like, yeah, you know, look at these stories and kind of like spot the, the elements um, that you can look for in your own life and kind of make that connection right off the bat. Mm. Um, and talk about mythology, talk about personal mythology. I want to have a bunch of 
videos in there yeah um to get to give people something to watch and do and you know have a question um and i also am wondering about like um do i know you have the the wednesday things that you do is sort of a way to have accountability and you know like people can join a group where they're you know they're they're showing their work every week or they're mm -hmm. there asking questions in what ways have you found that kind of thing to to work in your community because i do want to have that for people i want to give the people mm -hmm. who want accountability a way to do that and do you have any tips ideas on that yeah um so the way i've seen that play out is um uh using those weekly calls you know to do a a live run through of a course that already exists so like as we're going through run course and then another course and then another course each live run through it kind of like it has its own little kind of cohort of people uh distinct cohort mm -hmm. there's some overlap you know some people want to go from one to the next to the next um but a lot of it is kind of like um around that particular course so there is an element of like kind of a regular reminder of like okay what's uh what's the goal of, of this course what are we hoping you get to um and then at the end of each call recognizing that you know each of us each person participating is going to be at a different spot on that mm -hmm. journey but kind of just remind stepping back a little bit reminding what that big picture is where you're helping people to go giving them a chance mm -hmm. to like reflect on okay now i see like here's where i am um and kind of like here's what i want to do next so a little bit i mean kind of like the, like these calls this opportunity for people to say um here's where i am right now maybe through this call i've got a sense for where i want to go next and i also know that like a week from now i'm going to have an opportunity to check in again um, right. So even just like referencing that as as the journey, um, mm -hmm. uh, I think is a way to make those effective. At one point, we I was a little bit explicit about at the end of each call, I asked um, or at least, yeah, I gave everyone the opportunity to identify, like, what do you want to be held accountable for by next week? Like, what, what do you want us to mm -hmm. check in on? Um, regarding, you know, one thing you want to do as a follow-up to this call. And then at the beginning of the next call, pull that up and like give people a chance to see um, what they said last week. Uh, they can share how it went. Um, I didn't, I, I stopped doing that. Um, uh, I can't remember why, if it felt like that was kind of taking up too much time or not as welcoming to new members or a little bit too much of like, school did you do what you're supposed to do i don't know <laughs> right. i don't know i don't think that yeah. needs to be there it's almost nicer to maybe sure. not have that there because like yeah i don't know it has a different sort of energy when that's not there it's more just about showing up and you know um getting whatever momentum going you can um but and then, then sorry there's one one more where people can oh go yeah ahead. one other thing and this might be what you're uh we're gonna ask about but like giving some sort of a direction around 
how folks can continue to interact throughout the week with each other, not like necessarily with you. Um, mm-hmm. And that could just be simply, you know, sharing updates wherever updates will live, like people sharing their personal updates or sharing their own work, wherever that will live within your mighty network. Um, yeah. And verbal to visual. I was like kind of wondering about that. Notes. Um, yeah. Uh, some people have fairly organically started to have their own like group chats. So like two or three people that have recognized through live events that they kind of like connect with each other or like mm-hmm. they're vibing on the same level. They kind of start mm-hmm. their own like group chat thread, which you can do within Mighty Networks, just as a uh, smaller group place to continue having conversations about um, sketch noting. In my case, um, right. and you know they can identify the topics that that you explore there. So that would be another place, maybe yeah, facilitating like some sort of sharing that. or small group interaction. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that you find that that happens pretty much organically. Um, Do you I, think there's a way to facilitate it, to encourage it, to help that along? Because I think that is a great, it could be a great value, especially with what I'm doing. Yeah. I think, yeah, you can definitely encourage it. Like, I'm not sure. I mean, you know, the lowest thing you could do is just say like, hey, if you're feeling connected with, with some other people here and, and want to start a small group chat, that's that's a thing that you can do. I encourage you to like reach out to, to a couple folks. Um, I'm thinking about other ways to like to facilitate the creation of those small groups. Um, mm-hmm. At first, it... Well, it could almost be manual. Like you could start the group thread with a couple of people that you think would um, maybe that you notice click well or would enjoy continuing to chat. You could start the group thread, message those people and just say, like, hey, it seemed like you all enjoyed chatting with each other. Here's a group thread if you want to keep the conversation going. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's a great idea. That's one way you could do it. Yeah, and then, and then you could, could almost like bow out too. Yeah, you could either bow I, yeah, out. Yeah, I could bow out, or I could check continue in. Continue to check in. You know. Um, yeah, I mean, I think while I have time, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, if, if it gets to be so big that I just can't do that, you know, then I, I'll, I won't do that. But yeah. in the beginning, I think that would be great. You know, I'd love to be that involved. Yeah, and um, and kind of, you know, I, I almost could make that a selling point for the beginning. You know, like, hey, look. You know, this is going to be as small as this ever is. You're going to get the most attention from me. And, you know, like it's going to be this is going to be the, a special time to join this. Yeah. Um, you know, well, let's, and let, let's make it special together. Yeah. And even what I'm imagining with those weekly calls, you know, um, each week you'll have a certain number of like new folks chatting or mm-hmm. that have joined for the first time and man this would be actually a pretty impressive follow-up from their perspective if the day after or even like an hour after that weekly call if you send a group message uh to all the people who had just joined for the first time mm-hmm. saying like hey cool to mm-hmm. see it all you here for the first time here's a group thread if you want to keep in touch 
So it's almost like you 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 are creating those mini cohorts on the fly mm. um mm-hmm. for people just by noticing okay who showed up for the first time on this weekly call um mm. and then i could see that being a potential thread to someone choosing to continue to join the monthly or yearly after the five weeks um just because if they have established some folks that they enjoy chatting with and want to keep that mm-hmm. um yeah so there's a that could be interesting. Okay. Um, and just, I know we probably got to wrap this up soon, but uh, I'm kind of curious if like off the top of your head, if you have ideas for like what you did last week, laying out your new mighty network of what this would look like and a way to kind of use spaces um, to do some of this stuff because mm. I know you've been diving into spaces lately and you know more yeah. about it than I do. <laughs> yeah. So like what the structure of your mighty network could look like. Well, not the whole, not the whole thing, you know, but like yeah. if you, um, if you like, if you think, Oh, you know, it would be cool. Just maybe one thing. Um, it would be cool if, or you could lay this out like that. Cause um, I'm, pretty sure i'm still not sure about how i'm going to integrate the courses thing because i do still want to run my billing through thrivecart okay and i may use thrivecart learn um and just it's pretty easy to just have a link to the community and go back and forth Mm. um in the thing do you see any potential problems with that like i noticed that there's comments in the actual courses but it doesn't seem like too many people use those um, not too other much. than the actual course, is there much of a reason to have it so tightly integrated? Um, man, I, I really like it because of, you know, the things that, the things that folks are going to be talking about in those weekly calls, some of the resources. I mean, I guess I just really like having the resources right there, all the resources right there, right where the conversations are, are, are taking place. Um, mm-hmm. So I really enjoy the simplicity of it. However, like what, even if the courses run through Thrivecart, there could still be like, you know, in the same place where the, like these resources live, you could still have resources from the course in the Mighty Network if there are like, I don't know, summaries or handouts or um, overviews or. Uh... I could. Yeah, I just don't have to actually, you know, do the um, the courses module there. Um, but, you know, I mean, here's the thing. It doesn't really matter all that much, I guess. Um, I could I could still bill it through Thrivecart and not run the courses through there. Right. Um, yeah. No. The benefit uh, there, like people would only have one. Do. If you if they yeah. had to access the course through Thrivecart and then Mighty Networks for all the other things, they would have two different logins, right? Like they'd have to create a Thrivecart um, they account. They uh, technically would. Yeah. Yes, and that's. So, I think that's probably. I mean. I don't know. This is something I need to I, I need to get some more technical information on. It's just I, I I'm I'm thinking growing it down the line, you know, that the the 
that ultimately that extra 2% that Mighty Networks takes mm. could wind up being a substantial amount of money. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. if this gets to be as big as I'd like it to be. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I just, uh, but I also know that if I, you know, I've got, I'm going to have to integrate all sorts of Zapier stuff to make this yeah. work, which might be confusing as well. Yeah. Um, do you already pay for Zapier? I do not. Okay. That, do that not, would be an I'm extra. Probably gonna, I'm probably going to need anyway. to. Yeah. I'm probably going to need to for my, the new podcast um, integration that I'm going to, I'm going to switch from Patreon. Um, you know what? This is just going to get into the weeds with all this. Let's get, let's, <laughs> yeah. let's save this well, there for are... episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, it does come, <laughs> it does come back. I mean, that, that interesting question of like, okay, what, what is maybe one one thing to for sure have within that that mighty networks space um you know i think as long as it's clear that there are these space there's a this place where there's resources that already exist like you mentioned these guided mm -hmm. meditations premium podcast like you'll have a home for those so people will be able to tap into that right away as long as there's some place um where folks can you know, highlighting where they can share an introduction of themselves about what they're up to and why they're there, why they've joined your mighty network. And then some, yeah. some, where, where would that go? Um, like what, what would you imagine like would be a good sp space for that? Yeah. Like where do they do it in your network? Yeah. Most folks and what I will have one of my collection of spaces will be this, like a welcome collection. Um, mm -hmm. and this is where like your, your recorded welcome can live. Um, that's right. where you can point people toward, you know, how to fill out their profile and like introduce themselves. So this is where, you know, some sort of like introductions can occur. Um, mm -hmm. and that would be like a feed. Yeah. I'm not sure. Like, I'll be curious to see. Because Mighty Networks, whenever someone joins and like fills out their profile, Mighty mm -hmm. Networks kind of highlights it in in the main feed as like, oh, here's here's a new person who just filled out their profile. I'm not quite okay. sure how that's going to play out when they move over to Spaces. Um, Got it. But yeah, I think it'll be there'll be something for that there. Um, okay. You've got you'll have some sort of like a resources collection or, or spaces a space for resources um mm -hmm. and then you'll have a place where i okay so here's like in the lead into your course i would from day one make sure to have a place where um if there's some sort of a and if you're using my if you're using Mighty Networks as the course platform, I it's am. Going to come I'm right sure there. I'm going to. I like, think it's going to be a a better situation. Some sort yeah. of a, a prompt that you want people to respond to before they get into the course, like something that they can respond to, share about themselves, about what they want to get out of it. And I guess the question will be, okay, what what do you want them to share within this? prompt that's different from what they share in their introduction but like um uh 
what's the thing you want them to respond to and see, learn about themselves, learn about each other based from, based on like kind of a single prompt or question that kind of sets people up well for whatever they're going to see in the first lessons from your course. Um, mm -hmm. So that might, that is maybe one suggestion I have about sure. like, what's a unique thing that they can, they can share a way that they can interact. Uh, and that's maybe more specific than what you were asking for around no, space no, I like organization. That. I like that. But, uh, I like, no, I like that. I think it's, um, and I do think that it would be like, you know, what's the beginning of your story where, to, mm. you know, today starts the beginning of your story. Yeah. You know, what's the setting and the, you know, the, mm. the introduction mm -hmm. kind of, yeah. Um, you know, and it'll give you, and it'll, this is, and you know, go, go as deeply into like where you're at right now, because in five weeks from now, you're going to be able to look back on this and see, you know, how much progress you've made. Mm. So that, that, I think I like that, that might be something that'd be really great. And, and so that, so let's just, just technically <laughs> that would be, if it was in the courses section, um, the course section, mm -hmm. it would be, um, a pre-course prompt. So, well, yeah, where does that, yeah. where does that, what, what sort where does of that actually live? space type? Yeah. That, well, so live in, you will probably have like a, courses collection maybe or maybe it's maybe it's even within resources is that like these are all like i think every space has to live within a collection of spaces so Got it. if your single your single course might live within you could have a courses tab that just has one element you're like awaken your myth is the course mm -hmm. um or you could have uh it be on the resources tab along with, you know, your podcast along with these things. I think like those are your options. Um, and then within this space, you, you kind of get to decide like, what are the, what are the tabs of that space? What are the different features that you're going to use? Um, one of them will be like, course materials just like the table of contents of the course mm -hmm. um so i think it would be within uh this is a table of contents so that'd be like a page this is a. it's not a page so a table of contents is a is a feature type a, a page oh, okay. is a different feature type feature so type, table of it. contents is where you would actually you know have all the course materials um, mm -hmm. but then you would have some sort of, I imagine some sort of like share your work feed or like, um, do you want a place where people can share their work from the course? Like they're going through the course materials. Yeah, I think that would be good. I think cause, it, cause there's going to be, you know, reflection questions and, you know, stuff yeah. to do every week. So, um, yeah, people could share those, you know, to to the extent that they felt public, you know, for sure they wanted to share it in public. You know, they could they could have two sides of it, basically, like a personal and a public side of their story. Yeah. So this you know? this pre-course prompt would essentially be like 
you know, your, your initial lesson, whatever the, the first lesson within the course materials, um, that's where they would see this, this first prompt. And then you could encourage them to go post it in the, the share your work share your feed, work something like uh -huh. that. Yeah. Yeah. And I can, I can kind of, and I can tailor all this too, to kind of myths and stories and hero's journey and, you know, yeah. All the so language around I it. I think it, so yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I like these ideas. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. This is a really, this is a really good start. This was exactly what I needed. Good. <laughs> Thank you so much. I felt like I was rambling with a lot of what I was talking about. So if, um, no, some, no, no, no. Ideas it's, came it's, up it, or some, it made it all clear, you know? That's yeah. Good. Yeah. And, um, and as we move forward over the next few months, I'll have things to show you yeah. and feedback on too, which I'm excited about. What's your, uh, do you have your kind of launch day set? Yeah. May 1st is the day it's going to open May day. I thought that would be a fun, you know, nice. So you got lots of time. I got lots of time. Yeah. I didn't want to rush it at all. I want this. I want it to be awesome and well thought out. Yeah, and, and I um, guess you will want all the course. Be. All the course materials will be completed, right? Like, yeah, they'll be completed. Yeah, and, and so that that, that isn't going to be that isn't going to be too hard, um, because it's it's really you know the course materials are going to be sharing the basics and getting people thinking, mm -hmm. uh, and then it's going to be mostly the. I think the meat of the course is going to happen in these weekly meetings. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty, and I'm pretty excited about that. Awesome. And you'll get to see yeah. like, uh, since spaces launches in December. Right. You'll get to see lots of examples of what spaces look like <laughs> as you're kind of building out yours. So that'll be really cool. Be helpful. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, I guess we should wrap it up. Yeah. Good chat today. I think what highlighted, like, there are so many weeds that we could have gotten into around, I know. you know, anything I know. launch related or sales related or Thrivecart, Zapier, what tools are you using? All that sort of stuff. Yeah. So thanks for bringing us back to kind of the the core of what <laughs> you wanted to explore today. I have to do that with myself all the time, you know. <laughs> Uh, I'm like, okay, this is not for today. You know, yeah. It's not for today. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Thanks so much, Doug. I, re I really appreciate it. I learned a lot today. Yeah. Thank you, Eric. Great conversation. Thanks to everyone listening or, or viewing. We'll yeah. You and if time. you have a question for us, you can leave it, ask it in the YouTube, on the YouTube channel, yeah. um, in the comments. Um, we're happy to answer questions if you got them. Um, otherwise, we hope you enjoy the questions we ask each other. <laughs> yeah, hopefully so. I bet they are. Otherwise, they wouldn't be watching, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> All right. We'll see everyone next time. Yeah, we'll see you next week. <laughs>